Hi guys, welcome to the Savvy Money Show. Me, your host Sean. Hit the like button on this video because these videos never tend to do well. But I did mention before how I think there's going to be a revolution in certain sectors, and this is going to be one of them, robotics. And I'm going to go through certain stocks and show you how I got to the stocks I'm picking up. There are two stocks I made into my portfolio, and I'm showing you how I've gone through all these stocks to come to my realisation of what I'm getting. How I've kicked out the ones I didn't like and how I've... Uh, the ones I've liked but not loved, I've uh, put them aside until they get their act together. So, let's get into it. Now, Auto Store, they've been in a bit of a peeing contest with Ricardo. They went to see a warehouse, but Ricardo accused them of taking notes. To tell the truth, I like what they're doing. 75 to 80% of warehouses, they reckon, will be automated in the next decade. And I agree with that. Their market cap is 55 billion versus an enterprise value of a 58 billion and it has a forward PE of 33 so they were unprofitable and then all of a sudden the last two quarters they started making profit and the reason they were unprofitable the quarter before was because uh, they were fighting legal battles with Ricardo. Now, this is where it gets a bit tricky. Price to book 3.79, price to sales 14. I don't like such a high price to sales. Uh, it's, it's not extravagant, but I don't like it. And when you have, if you look online under Auto Store, you'll see about Ocado and you'll see how Ocado is saying that they are victorious in their battle when nothing has been decided yet. I think this all needs to be done and dusted and sorted out because I don't like this kind of drama. I will go into some stocks because of this drama because I think they're going to win such as Netlist, Netlist but not this one. Don't forget to hit the lovely like button and the sexy subscribe button. And don't forget the bell notification. You'll be notified when a new video gets uploaded. Uh, and the free links in the description below. You can pick up a free share worth up to £200. And check out our Discord. And if you want a more in-depth analysis of any stock or market conditions then why not look at our upgraded membership program and support us. Now, ISRG, I looked at it during the pandemic. Uh, of course, a lot of the non-essential surgeries was sh shut down at that point. So it lost a lot of money at that point. And it's, uh, has 
above a 60% uh, margin. So I did look into it, but I have it Illumina, so uh, which has a 1% better margin and better rating. And because I'm already quite heavy in life sciences and genetics, I decided not to. It is profitable as PE. The market cap is above enterprise value, 75 billion above versus. Sorry, market cap 75 billion versus enterprise value of 71 billion. 47 PE versus forward PE of 43. It's a high PE for me. I know robotics are going to have a high PE, but when you see at the end the stocks I've chosen, you'll see why. Price to sales of 13, price to book of 6. Cognex, no. Now, this is a company I do like, but I do not love. They pay a dividend and they have increased it in the last seven years. Here's at 0.58%. Now, when a company is growing, you'd rather they reinvest that money rather than pay a dividend. However, the dividend can be nice sometimes. They do not provide revenue segmentation which is something you need if you're going to do a breakdown. It is gets a lot, most of its money, uh, I believe 60% through logistics. But again, you cannot be accurate with that because they do not provide the information. The earnings call was very amateurish, like a person reading a script. I think the, the growth is there. The P isn't too bad. Twenty nine forward P twenty six, seven point seven billion market cap, enterprise value seven and a half billion. Price to sales is seven. Price to book is five and a half. Now, the problem here is they need to get. Uh, they need to get an investors relations officer on, on board. They need to sort out their website so that they can give clear information and they need to do their earnings calls professionally. Because if they're not being professional to the investors, can't trust that behind closed doors, everything's above board. So I'm going to Keep this on my watch list, but I'm not going to pull the trigger. We have another life science solutions. One here, Azenta is a provider of life science solutions in North America, Europe and Asia. Offers cold chains, sample management solutions, genomic services and related services for pharmaceutical, biotech, healthcare industries. The company also operates the semiconductor solutions group businesses. It provides semiconductor manufacturing automation and collaborative robotic solutions. On the 1st of December, Azenta changed its name from Brooks Automation to Azenta and began trading on the NASDAQ under AZTA. It said it had plans to complete the sale of its semiconductor automation business in the first half of this year, after which it will be 
become a pure play life science company. Now, the thing about that is I haven't heard any more about that. I would have to, if I was interested in it, I would have to dig deeper to see when that's going to be. If I was to pick it up, it would be purely for the spin-off of the semiconductor business. That's if it hasn't been spun off already. Because you see here, it has a 2.55 PE. Now, when you look at the growth, the growth is set to decline on this one. That makes me think it, and this market cap of 5.74 billion versus enterprise value of 3 billion. Price to sales of 10, price to book 1.66. That makes me think they might have spun it off already. But I'm not going to waste any more time on this because it's a life science uh, company. And as I said, I'm not going to add any more life science companies. It has to be something extra special for me to add it. And I'm looking for robotics, not something that's saddling both. Umbrella or AMBA develops and manufactures HD video compression and image processing semiconductors. Its products are used in a range of vision applications such as video security, autonomous driving, driver cabin monitoring and other robotic applications. The company reported net income of 0.8 million for third quarter of fiscal year. Ending 31st 2021 compared with a net loss the prior year quarter as well as year over year surge in revenue because earnings per share moved from negative to positive it's difficult to calculate the earnings per share growth but this is one that when you consider it, it has had that growth and it has a price to sell to seven, price to book of four and a half, market cap of 2.64, enterprise value of 2.45. It has a forward PE of 61. I have no problem getting into companies as they just become profitable. I think in this market, it's easy for one of these companies fall out of profitability you know one quarter is not enough to judge it so i will be adding this again to my watch list for further down the line but i will not be adding it to this omnicell is a provider of medication management solutions and adherence tools for health systems and pharmacies offers medication and supply dispensing systems pharmacy inventory management systems and related software it provides medication blister cards and more now company reported earnings results for the third quarter september 30th net income more than tripled and total revenues climbed 38 percent year over year company attributed attributed revenue growth to several factors momentum in its commercial business robust robust growth of the company's cloud-based advanced services 
portfolio and recovery from the impact of COVID-19 relative to the prior year quarter. So it's basically COVID hit it quite a bit and that's why the growth looks so strong. But with the monkeypox coming around, you don't know if that's going to hit it again or be a good one for it. But the metrics look good, 5.15 billion versus enterprise value of 5.5 billion, PE of 78, price to sales of 4.7, price to book 4.79. But again, it is a biotech life sciences company. And as I said, it needs to be a, a great company for me. Janushi is a Japan-based manufacturing company that makes factory automation machinery. It offers computer numeric control systems, laser products and robotic systems. And products would rather, I would rather an ETF than a Japanese robotics company, personally. Uh, does pay a dividend as a PE of 26.7. If you don't mind holding Japanese robotic company, then it's fine. There's the tariffs become uh, quite tricky when with Japan, and they are having a lot of issues at the moment. So I just wouldn't be touching. This is one of Jeremy's favourites, iRobot. iRobot is a global consumer robot company it designs and builds robots for use inside and outside the home one of its main products is the Roomba a robot designed to automatically vacuum floors on November 18th iRobot announced that it acquired Aeris Cleantech a privately held air purifier company based in Switzerland financial terms of the transaction were not disclosed iRobot plans to integrate Aeris products with its existing product lineup of home robots. The global residential air purifier market is expected to expand from 3.4 billion in 2020 to more than 6.7 billion in 2027. But you have to think, although the air purifier uh, situation has probably grown because of COVID, with recession hitting and inflation, will people pay for Roombas or will they even pay for air purifiers? That's something you have to be asking yourself. And when you can get a generic one, which may not be as good, but some of them are just as good. There's a price to sell is 0.7, which is very good, and a price to book of 1.58. Market cap is 1.1 billion versus enterprise value 1.03 billion. It's not profitable at the moment, which is a risky thing to be holding. And you, you want to be holding a company that's uh, got positive free cash flow. The number two to be added to my list, a second favourite, 
is going to be Rockwell. Rockwell Automation provides industrial automation and digital transformation solutions. The company offers intelligent devices for motion, safety and sensing, as well as controlling and visualization software and hardware, network and security infrastructure, and similar products. In December 2021, Rockwell announced that it partnered with global life sciences company Citiva to collaborate on several projects to accelerate the development and delivery of machine medicines and lower costs. Two will be build an automation and digital transformation center in China and open multiple test centers, including in Sweden. Now, those are the two reasons why it's my second choice. Because firstly, they're building in China, which is risky at the moment. And secondly, it's a partnering with global life sciences, but it's not a pure life sciences company. So it pays a 2.23% dividend, which you could still qualify for. There's a PE of 36, a forward PE of 18.5, market cap of 23 billion versus enterprise value of 27 billion, price to sales of three, price to book of eight. And the thing is, it has free cash flow of 594 million. Now, I will be looking for a good entry point for this. And it was at a high of $355 earlier in the year. Another one I like, but the valuation is just way too high, is Cadence Design Systems, CDNS. Now, it has a P ratio of 60. It's to acquire future facilities, which is an electronics cooling analysis and energy performance solution company. It has a market cap of 44 billion versus enterprise value of 43 billion. A P of 60, as I said, a forward P of 42. This is the problem. Price to sales of 14, price to book of 16 but it has a good free cash flow and I think these metrics might come down, but I'm going to wait for them to come down before uh, doing more research into them. Now, my number one spot, it's Teradyne. And you see here, like simply Wall Street obviously thinks it's undervalued, but they do about most things. It's a PE of 17. It's a 0.49% dividend, but we won't hold that against it. I think it has another 30% upside. Has a market cap of 15 billion, enterprise value of 14 billion, and forward PE of 19. Now, price to sales, four and a half, price to book of six. And you can see here, it gives gross profit 2.2 billion. And you can see here, how liabilities are 1.13 billion. 
and uh, current assets are 2.3 billion total cash is 1 billion so they they could wipe out 90% of their liabilities with their cash um, you know the free cash flow is this is just a cash cow in my opinion I do like it I think this is one that will do well it's good value it's profitable it's bringing in money now which is good for market sentiment at the moment with inflation and I think you will get companies that will try to cut costs by ordering from them and I would like to know your opinions let me know if there's any companies I've missed out if there's any companies that you like uh, pop them in the comments. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. See you in the next video.